So, Tegan, how's the first week of school been for you? Oh, for me? Yeah, for you. It's been fine. It's been good. I went to school, and I went to work, and I came home, and I did that a few more times. So, you know, good. (laughs) We both left podcast. We both left campus. At what time yesterday? Like 9 p.m. Yeah, which is... Is that not typical? (laughs) Yeah, it felt typical, which I hate. I have another meeting after this from 8 to 9. It's not ideal. No, it's It's a wild time to have a meeting. It's for graduate student studies, so I think everyone's busy, and when everyone's busy, the meeting times get wild. Yeah, that's fair. Are there any, like, real adults, or is it all grad students? Um, So some of the grad students have, like, kids and are, like, 40. And some oh. of them are like my age. Oh. I'm probably the weird. youngest. Weird to think about that. I think they try to have the GSSB, unlike the ratings committee, actually like a representative mm-hmm, representative sample. Good to hear. Yeah, sorry. Representation that was, matters. This is good. Um, I mean, we're all we're just we're just see. Chatting. This is like a chill like. I'm I'm Frazier, and I'm inviting you on my radio show instead of a like hoo hoo yuck I'm a. McElroy. Yeah, fair. Although usually I will say our intros are at least chuckle worthy, not just like, wow, representation is really important. Isn't Let's it? talk about that. Let's ruminate. Let's talk about representation. Two white women sitting in a box in a Mormon library. In a Mormon library. A it, box in a Mormon library. <laughs> that should be the name That's of our podcast. I love the idea that there was someone in this booth. Yeah. Earlier today. Uh-huh. Maybe making music. Yeah. Or like something that they care a lot about. Mm-hmm. And we are two people talking into microphones to each other. Are you just saying that music is more valid than podcasts? Yes, 100%. Okay, so I am a TA. You know this. Dear listener, I am a TA for Bio 100. And... Does the listener know this? Well, now they know. Oh, yeah. Because that's why I said dear listener. Continue. Anyway, dear listener, I was... Oh, <laughs> every sentence. Anyway, dear listener, I was being a TA, and a student said to me, did you try to dye your hair? <sighs> oh, no. And I said, uh, yeah, because recently I tried to bleach my hair and messed it up royally. Yeah, recently meaning, like, what, yesterday? Yesterday. No, two days ago. <laughs> two days ago. Two so days ago. So yesterday you just covered it up with a bandana, which was adorable, and you should do it more often. Yeah, but today, this morning, I had goldenrod, brassy yellow locks. So Splotchy. So funny. It looked bad, right? It was, I mean, I, I don't notice things like that so much, especially since you had it, like, you had it hidden. This is true. So it was like, oh, look, she's a blonde on the bottom, but on the top, presumably, it wasn't great. No, on the top, it was yellow. Um, and so she said, she said, oh, did you try to dye your hair? <laughs> so targeted. And I was like, uh, yeah, um, I have an appointment later today to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, hmm, I hope that works for you. How old is this kid? She's a freshman, and I'm her TA. I grade her papers. Where was Where's this energy coming from? Was she pretty? Yeah, gorgeous. That's the issue. Pretty, pretty, pretty privilege. <laughs> pretty privilege. You know what? We're we're actually incels, but <laughs> this is how everyone finds out. What if our podcast was just us chatting? People do that. People do that, and they. Don't. I think the same people would listen to us as already listened to us. <laughs> how embarrassing. It just means that we have an exceptionally small fan base. It's true. But it means that we love each of you more. Because you know how you have a finite amount of love to proffer to the world? Yes. My also, love only has to be distributed among, like, 50 people instead of, like, 5,000 or 50,000. Exactly. So Think about that. Don't tell anyone. This podcast is a secret if you mm-hmm. want Becca to love you. And that counts for you, her siblings that are listening. <laughs> yeah. My love is conditional. <laughs> Here are the conditions. <laughs> Tell no one about my podcast. And rate, review, and subscribe. Here are my conditions. Tell everyone about my podcast. Oh, so you have to pick which one's love. And number two is... Uh, I fear that your love is a hotter commodity. What's what's my number two? This, uh, uh, have Dr. Pepper available when I'm there. Do you know what your question is today? Yes. 
Should I ask it? Was the cold open just the fact that a freshman negged you? <laughs> That's a good one. It, it's, I'm it, so sorry for you. It like I've never been negged by a freshman. I've never been negged by a fellow woman. Yeah. Usually it's It was like, also pretty subtle. Mm-hmm. Well, it was subtle enough. That everyone around us was just, like, smiling. And then the other TA, we made eye contact. And she was, like, eyes wide open. Like, eyebrows all the way up. Like, what just happened? That's crazy. I couldn't imagine having, like, the audacity to talk to my TA. See, I'm pretty... In anything less than a pious, just apologetic way. See, oh, I we were leading the lab. And so I was being pretty, like, goofy fun... Goofy, fun, good time, Tegan. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still was, like, you know, someone was, like, oh, this is really hard. You're and still a like, position of authority. Yeah, and I was, like, yes, it is very hard. I do this with flies, and it's really interesting. Like, you should focus on these aspects. Like, I was still being academic, mm-hmm. which usually frightens them into submission. <laughs> okay, so you should ask me now. So, Tegan, what is an old wives' tale? An old wives' tale is a supposed truth which is passed on through generations. Can you be more specific? Oh, yes. Welcome to Be More Specific, a podcast where an entomologist, me, and a film student, me, walk into a podcast and walk out with a question answered. I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. Ooh, Nelly. What if I inexplicably uh, adopted... Like kind of like this kind of accent, which it doesn't. It's not really Western. It's it's pseudo Western. And I I just I adopted this with like no comment, and I just did this for the rest of our podcast forever. How do you think people would react? <laughs> Poorly. Anyway, sorry. I also can't do accents. I can do them oh, sometimes. Oh, you can. What What was that then? What was what I just did? Yeah. Okay, old wives' tales. So while I was researching this, I realized what I was thinking of were common misconceptions. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of those, too. And this is, Becca, this is the deepest well I've ever found. Yeah. This can be our I have no time to prepare an episode default. So we're going to just talk about more old wives' tales? Well, yeah, because there's just, or just misconceptions. Yeah. There's a whole Wikipedia called List of Common Misconceptions, and I just chose some of my favorites. Oh, okay. To cover. So my first bullet point is why do we call them old wives' tales? Oh, yeah. Why do you think? Because it's, I don't know, matronly figures who, who tell these stories? Yeah, so it's basically, so in order for something to be an old wives' tale, it technically has to be false. Oh, So if something yeah. is true, it is inherently not an old wives' tale, which makes looking up true ones very difficult. You have to look up, like, I did, like, true mythos of the Appalachia or whatever. Okay. And just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumb true mythos. That's interesting. Because it's still, it still has to have that quality where it's like it feels like someone made it up. Mm-hmm. Or like, like an adage that's just like well, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it's like remedies and stuff. Yeah. That's probably most of what exists. Yeah, there's lots of, you know, chicken soup is what cures a cold. Mm-hmm. Feed, a, feed a fever, starve Star a cold. cold, yeah. Or whatever. Which, by the way, that one's not true. <laughs> um, old wives' tales often center on women's health as well, which comes to, I mean, there was a long time where medicine just didn't talk about women's health. Mm-hmm. Like, it was women's problems. And they just kind of ignored it. So... A lot of stuff with, like, uh, conception, and then a lot of stuff having to do with, like, sex of children. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's the one where you put a needle on a string, and then you, like... Or an apple. Yeah, mm-hmm. you hang it over, like, a pregnant woman's belly, and if it tips one way or the other, then that determines the sex of the baby. Yeah. To be... So, one true one that I found is that longer labors are often boys. Huh. Which that just could statistically, yeah, yeah, it could just be a, a remnant of, yeah, statistics, but it's still interesting. So I imagine like a big issue with like these old wives' tales is that, it, it's correlation is not causation where yeah. they are, affirmed, like they're seemingly affirmed enough for them to be carried on, mm-hmm. um, just because, 
happenstance exists. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, that's a huge thing. And then also, a lot of them are rooted in things that were thought to be common knowledge at the time. Things like sexism, racism, classism, the usual. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of them are oh, actually... those. Like, technically, the idea that, like, people of color are inherently stronger mm-hmm. or, like, immune to pain, that's an old wives' tale. Huh. Because it's a misconception passed down through generations. So it's just, it's like folklore that isn't true. Yeah. That's an okay. folklore in the folklore in the like is it instructed? Method. Yeah, it's instructive or it's prescriptive. Okay. If this then this. Yeah. Lesson to be learned. Like that's yeah. what defines an old wives tale. Mhm. Okay. Well, easy enough. We figured it out. <laughs> and you told ep- me the definition. End Thanks. the episode. <laughs> um so some old wives tales are actually like solid advice and not many, but some. But some. I'm ex- ex- Oh, I'm excited to hear. So, honey is actually a really good thing to give someone who has a cough because it helps relax your mucous membrane. Ooh. Um, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Which can the help. The mucous membrane. Ooh, my mucous membrane needs to be wet. Um, uh, but honey also can be used for, like, hiccups and whatnot for similar yeah. reasons. It helps relax those muscle groups. One of the hardest things about having a podcast is that I feel like <laughs> funny voices are what make me laugh in, like, any situation. Like, no matter if it's me doing it, a friend doing it, a YouTuber doing it, I think funny voices are just, like, a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I really just have to, like, fend off that urge. My thing is like, usually well, yeah. funny faces. But in audio, yeah, I default to a funny voice. Yeah. You can have the most well-thought-out joke ever. And it's, it will make me laugh probably equally as much as a funny voice. Mm-hmm. And I will definitely reference it less. <laughs> You're really funny. I like um, in videos when people make themselves really wide and pitch their voice down. Like, yeah, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> so I guess we better change the town so it can accommodate both of our sizes. <laughs> it's very funny. That is very funny. I, I'm sorry to non-sequitur that because I'm very interested to hear about more common misconceptions. Oh, it's okay. Oh, no, wait. We were talking about true ones. We were talking about true ones. True wives' tales. <laughs> true wives' Old tales. Old wives' truths. Old wives' O-W-T? Wisdom. Ooh. Wisdom. Old wives' wisdom. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Oh, another old, like, adage, which you may have heard before. Don't wake a sleepwalker. Yes. So yeah. We, we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. on sleepwalking and dreams sleep. Which is, like, you can walk us. You, you can, can wake a sleepwalker. However, sometimes when you wake someone up, they don't wake up all the way. Yeah. And then they're stuck in, it's called sleep drunkenness, which is just a form of cognitive impairment. It's another one of those parasomnias. Yeah. Um, well, and but like. People can get super confused, so confused, in fact, that there are several known murders because people get so angry. Because they're having, like, basically a nightmare. Oh, interesting. And then they'll, like, kill someone, which, by the way... Yeah. If you kill someone while you are in a state of sleep drunkenness... Uh-huh. You're not at fault. Yeah. It's like the automaton defense, which Weird. basically argues that you're... You're just not, like, w- well, like, yeah. fit You're not a, You're not, like, a full... Well, they, they the argument is that you're acting as, like, a robot, just based on instinct. That's so interesting. Just so weird because you know Robots what? don't act on instinct. Yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> you, you should call it, like, a zombie. Like, Oh, yeah, that's less scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the issue isn't how scary it is. It's about how accurate it is. I... The third one, which is correct, and this is the last one. <laughs> the three you could find. Mm-hmm. Is the saying, red sky at night, sailor's delight. Red sky in morning, sailor's warning. Have you heard that before? I've never. Really? I'm not a sailor. I also didn't live by the ocean. <laughs> oh, I guess I did. Okay, no, continue. If a red sunset is happening, it indicates that there's a lot of dust in the air, which yes. means there's it's high pressure currently, and the air is stable, which is what you want if you want to avoid, like, hurricanes, right? Okay. If you see it in the morning, a sunrise that is red in the east, which 
Which way does wind normally blow? To the east. Yeah, east. To the east. Okay. Um, I, uh, uh, so, so basically, the ocean mm-hmm. gets warmer. Okay. During the day. Yes. And at night, it gets colder. Yes. Which causes a change in air pressure. Yes. Which means the air moves. Okay. Causing some air to go over the continent. Ooh. And that's how wind happens. Okay. Congratulations. Okay. This was a whole class. Yeah, but what does that have to do with a red sunrise? So if a red sunrise is happening, it indicates that the high pressure good weather has passed because it is the morning, which means there's a chance a low pressure front is coming through. Because usually they follow each other. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, And they're usually within day periods. It is cool that people, like, were able to identify these phenomena and just figured it was because of, like, the color. I mean, maybe they didn't think it was because of the the color of the sunset, but it was, like, that was just the closest thing that they had to, like, a pattern. (laughs) Well, maybe it was, like, well, God warns us. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. A correlation. I mean, if it saves someone's life, why Coming not? Coming to the same conclusions, just how you get there is different. Okay. So now we're on to our misconceptions. Okay. I have a lot. Okay. So you can, like, interrupt me, get nuts, <laughs> go wild up in his... His house? His house. Bi- what? We're in a box. <laughs> his house? Bizox? No? I love it when you make jokes like that. <laughs> Nobody else does. <laughs> Okay, so some misconceptions, which some of these aren't old wives' tales, but a lot of them, okay, misconceptions now, how they're shared on the internet, the memification of false information, yeah, feels like old wives' tales. Yeah, uh, the one that immediately came to my mind was Tumblr explaining how soap works. Yes. Where soap shrink, what is it, like soap plus water, it like shrinks the bubbles. Yeah, I remember it was, it was nonsense because when I read it, I knew vaguely about how like oils and soap and bases yeah. interacted and I was like. Yeah, it's a chemical difference. It's not a physical right. one. Yeah. Which I guess ultimately are interchangeable, but like. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. The idea is that it like shrinks the water molecules so that the water can get into all the nooks and crannies and just wash out all of the dirt, um, which is... Which shows a fundamental misunderstanding on how molecules interact. It's just, it's it takes a lot of creativity to come up with like an explanation that's well, absurd. Young Tegan thought that if people held hands, DNA would pass from... Because I understood DNA. Yeah. Would Because I'm not dumb, Becca. Yeah. They would hold hands, and sweat would pass from the male to the female, uh, bringing with it DNA. Yes. Which is how the female would then get pregnant and have a baby, which That's was a genetic mix. Yes. Yes. Well, it's I, only, I understood. I understood the concept of like alleles and like how <laughs> genetic material is passed on before I understood what you know how babies are made. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> there's we have a, I think even children notice parents look like they're. Kids, kids look like parents, you mm-hmm. know? You see fa- familial resemblances, which would make sense from, like, an evolutionary perspective that, like, we should be able to tell. Yeah. Because if someone looks too much like you, maybe... Don't mate with them. Maybe X-May on the... Aiding May. Aiding May. <laughs> um, pig Latin is the funniest. I don't understand Pig Latin. I what? just know X-May, which I don't know what that means. Can I explain Pig Latin to you real quick? It's not hard. Okay. So you take the first letter of a word and put it at the end. Okay. So let's take... What's your favorite word? Okay. Okay? I think it's a good word. My favorite word's lactation, but I don't know if you want to do that one. Okay, yeah, no. So you take the first letter, add it to the end, so that's actational. Actational. (laughs) And then you add A to the end. Actational. So it's actation lay. Yep. Actation lay? Actation lay. That's pig Latin for lactation. Pi, pi is appa. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I tried to, he's on your shirt. Like. Hone. F- cancel your podcast. Ansel K or yay. Oddcast pay. Huh. Yeah. It's, isn't it stupid? I love it. It's though. so funny. It is hard for my brain to parse. Yeah. Am I a child? And I'm sure if you speak it quick enough, then 
I doubt that it actually sounds like Latin, but that's probably the idea behind it, is that it's like... Maybe it sounds like a pig-speaking Latin. Maybe. We just started our own misinformation right here. <laughs> right here in this box. If you figure out... If you are fluent in pig Latin and can say something send me quickly an audio enough, clip. it will send. It will sound like a pig speaking Latin. You heard it here first, folks. If you can speak pig Latin quickly enough that it is indiscernible from regular speech, send me a clip. I'm not joking. I want to hear it. When I was in middle school, my friends and I came to the conclusion that if you say anything low and angry enough and fast enough, it'll sound like German. <laughs> I mean, okay, it doesn't totally hold up, but that is what the assumption we operated under for a solid two hours. <laughs> I love, I love stuff. Okay, I think that a lot of these count as old wives' tales is ba- what I'm trying to say. Is okay, that... well, if it's, I feel like if it's an old enough misconception, then maybe it's an old wives' tale. Well, there has to, it has to be generational. I don't think the soap thing is well, generational yet. Are you ready for one that is generational that started on the internet? Yeah. Have you ever heard to collect soda? I don't know what they're called. Tabs. Do you know what I'm talking about? In a can of soda or a bottle? A can. The can top, thing. the tab. Yeah. Have you ever heard to collect those for donation for dialysis? No. So it's like. It's been since, like, 1998. There's been this, like, constantly running scam, but it's not really a scam because, like, no one benefits. Mm -hmm. That's collect these tabs, and if you donate them, you can help pay for someone's dialysis. And people will... Weird. I've had people tell me to collect them for them, and I never looked into it, and then I was researching this, and I was like, I recognize that. Yeah, well, who would want these stupid tabs? Aluminum is so cheap. Do you know... So that's the thing. They the usually it makes it sound like the tabs are more desirable somehow. Yeah. You know how much you get for a tab of aluminum? Like point zero zero zero. The price cents? of aluminum. It's yeah. not special. Yeah. Yeah. It's super. It's one of those. It weird would be one thing if it were like disseminated so that just like to <coughs> encourage people to recycle or something. No. Well, in fact, a couple of recycling companies put out social media adverts in twenty thirteen was one of them, and twenty sixteen yeah. was another saying just leave your tabs on it's fine it's fine and they add weight like if you're worried about money it's mm-hmm. we're not like cheating you yeah because people sometimes would do all their cans and then they would weigh their tabs separately which make them makes them harder to process because the tabs are so small yeah that they'll fall out before they can uh, get to the melting areas yeah like the machinery isn't That's made so for it. interesting it's such a weird thing and it's i don't know who's benefiting i mean maybe who the started it too like where yeah, Where the, does it come from? there's a Wikipedia article on it that was just like, it's an urban myth. I didn't write down where I came from. Urban myths, are those different from old wives' tales? I, think I mean, urban yeah, myths urban are usually myths. stories. And they're not instructive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that would be another cool episode. That's okay. The Wikipedia rabbit hole of the list of common misconceptions takes you to pseudoscience, takes you to, there's this one article called, oh, what's it called? lying to kids and it's the whole concept of when you teach something that's complicated you have to lie like physics classes in college entry-level physics classes they're lying yeah because they have to yeah because it's too complicated or even like we've talked about before too where i'll be like is this thing not true and you're like no and i'm like but that's what i learned yeah and they're lying to you and it's fine because that lie is hypothetically a stepping stone to greater knowledge yeah well it is interesting that you have to lie in order to like have a basis of knowledge so you can learn more and like then you have to the lie so that you can correct the lie from the first place yeah i mean and it's better that people operate on like i don't know it's probably better that like as a population everybody knows like the basics even if even if they're not completely accurate um, but yeah, that's complicated. That's interesting. There's also an article called Spherical Cow, which there's a joke about a physicist was asked to provide like a mock-up for a, like a cow processing facility. Mm-hmm. And he starts his mock-up with consider a spherical cow in a vacuum, which is, it's making fun of how physics often is like, okay, so you have a real thing for sure, for sure consider yeah an idealized version of this thing in a vacuum in a vacuum in a vacuum okay are you ready for my misconceptions the first one spicy 
Oh, have we not even gotten to any? I'm so sorry. No, I'm talking about how much I love Wikipedia currently. Oh, cool. It's fine. Okay, number one. Yes. Vaccines don't cause autism. Figured, that, figured I'd throw it out there. It's basically... You mean, I mean, the old wives' tale would be that vaccines do cause autism. Yeah, I think the at this point... The truth is that they don't. I think at this point it's passed on generationally generationally enough Yeah. that it could be. Well, it was begun in like the 90s, wasn't it, in England? It's or a, was it the 80s? Well, Andrew Whitefield, the, the guy yeah. who published the study, is still alive. I don't know when it was. Yeah, it was literally 1998 study. Dang. The the fact that this idea has caught on in less than twenty five years, well, it's the amount that it's caught on. When previous to this flawed article, the like the the biggest gathering of people you could possibly find who drew a connection between vaccines and autism was probably like thirty at a time, yeah. and like worldwide, it wasn't more than like maybe a thousand, uh, <laughs> or maybe a couple thousand. And since then, it's like millions and millions of people believe this. It's insane. Yeah, it's Spongers. just, well, it just goes to show humans, like, we we like the idea of, like, a secret connection. Yeah, that's true. We love conspiracies. Yeah. Um, well, it's just, sometimes conspiracies are true, and then what do you do? Yeah, it's true. I think what you do is, if you hear a conspiracy or you hear something that go, that makes you go, oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah. Take a step back, uh-huh. look at various sources, mm-hmm. and then come to a conclusion. Stuff like, is there a sex ring in Hollywood? Yes. A lot of sources seem to say yes. Yeah, for, like, the vaccine thing or a lot of medical stuff. Like, there are lots, so many scientists from so many different organizations who are telling you the same thing. From different countries. Yeah. You don't believe America? Cool. Yeah. Ask India. They have amazing scientists. Mm -hmm. Misconception, dos. I will stop. I'm going to bring them. Alcohol doesn't make you warmer. People sometimes will say, like, oh, drink drink some whiskey. It'll warm you up. It just causes you to feel warmer, but yeah. it doesn't actually raise your body Yeah, like your cheeks are going to flush, which makes you feel warmer. Yeah, it's, yeah, sure. it's because your capillaries open. Mm-hmm. Sugar doesn't make kids hyper, or anyone for that matter. Mm-hmm. There's been so many double-blind studies, and the answer is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your kid has ADHD. It doesn't matter if you have ADHD. Sugar doesn't actually change. What does happen is people will experience a sugar crash later in the day if yeah. you have too much carbohydrate or too much simple sugar. But that does not coincide with a period of high activity. Yeah. It's people think, even when you give people, like... Yeah, in hindsight, it might feel like you were at a higher level because you crashed so hard. Exactly. Also, placebo is plow... Placebo is powerful. And if your mom, every time you ate sugar, said, oh, you're going to be so crazy now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to take an excuse to be crazy. I'm seven. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Twinkies do expire. This one was on, like, every list. It was like, I know everyone says Twinkies will never expire, but that is false. And here is a video of a Twinkie. McDonald's Happy Meal last forever? No. Oh. Did you think it would? No. Okay, good. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. There was... I, I heard an urban myth or an old wise it's, tale about the McDonald's meal that lasted... Uh, that has been the reason unchanged why, for decades. The reason why there, there's those viral videos of fast food sitting out and it never goes bad mm-hmm. is because, number one, high sugar content. Yeah. And high salt content. You're also keeping them in, like... Generally, you're keeping the thing in, like, a, a pretty dry, dry environment. environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, yeah, it'll look... Like, it's... What What do you expect food to do after a certain amount of time? Just disintegrate? I like, think people expect, like, green mold. Yeah. For some reason, mold is healthy or indicative of health. Weird. Because candy doesn't mold. Well, candy... Yeah, it does. You just don't see it. It's a different type of mold. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway, uh, spicy food slash coffee does not cause ulcers. Oh. I didn't know that. That was new to me. Look at learning. Can it, can it, like... It can... Ex- uh, 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 you got it. You got it. Uh, I can see you got it. Like... Exasper- ex- exacerbate? It can exacerbate Like, it can make them, them worse? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But they already exist. They're caused by high stomach acid. It's caused by low pH due to high production of stomach acid. Yeah. Um, Which is then, is usually because of stress. Because <laughs> we're all just dying. Detoxification diets are nothing. If you have a liver and kidney, or one of each... I was not expecting you to take old wives' tales and just go off on a public service announcement about ten different... No, it's fine. It's it's all all worth hearing. Yeah, detox diets, though, are like... 
it's not just like a new fad the concept of like balancing your humors mm-hmm. is like pretty much the same thing if i vomit and poop enough <laughs> i will be i will be better yeah or you'll be like the way you were meant always meant to be and it like you will just with no vomit or poop in me yeah you'll yeah. be you will be like the blueprint <laughs> finally um there are no taste zones on oh, your tongue. Yeah. I Which heard about this. I literally, in sixth grade, we had textbooks that yes. showed the taste zones. Yes. And we had to go through and cross out that section. Because they were outdated textbooks. And my teacher was like, this is wrong. This was disproven. teacher. So yeah. my teacher was like, here's a collection of foods. Let's map out our taste buds. Whoa. And then I mapped mine out. And I she was like, oh, yours is wrong. This should be here. Guess what? Was it disproven before that period of your life? I don't know when it was disproven. Because when I learned it, it was, I think, a pretty recent development that we learned that taste zones weren't a thing. So she could have thought that was genuinely the science. But what we now know is that everyone's is different. So I could have mapped it correctly. (laughs) That's right. She was gaslighting She was gaslighting me. Gaslight, gate. Gaslight, gatekeep. Girl boss? Gaslight, gatekeep, Gas girl keep, boss. girl light, boy. Gay boss. <laughs> Gay boss. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, turkey meat is not particularly high in tryptophan and does not cause more drowsiness. So, you know when after, like, Thanksgiving, does everyone's it, like, yeah, oh. I'm, it's the tryptophan. I'm tired because of the tryptophan. Yeah, that's not true. No, you just ate a lot of food. You ate a lot of food and all your blood's going to your stomach and your brain is like, can we take a nap? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't like Thanksgiving it, food. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you know we're going to do a Thanksgiving episode, right? What? Myths busted. Fine. Thanksgiving, I mean, we, Thanksgiving we is a good holiday, and that's my two cents. We can do a Thanksgiving episode. I just think the food well, is Well, like, we can hard. talk about, like, the actual first Thanksgiving. That's what I'm thinking. Deal. Um, th- Stuffing, great. Mashed potatoes, amazing. Eh. Cranberry okay. sauce, good. Rolls, no. amazing. Good. Rolls, uh, good. That's it. That's the one thing. Keep rolls. on going. Green bean casserole. Good. Eh. It's Sparkling fine. cider. Perfect. No. Pie. Pecan pie. Great. Pumpkin pie. pie. Great. Apple pie. Great. <laughs> Apple pie is good. So far, my whipped my cream, plate. Good. My plate has whipped cream, and a roll, yeah, and a slice of apple pie. Turkey is fine. Turkey's okay. Turkey's it's not okay. great. Stuffing is so good, Tegan. No, it's not. It's too chewy. What stuffing are you eating? You want crispy stuffing. See, all this stuffing I've eaten is chewy. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. It's just crazy <laughs> that you don't like Thanksgiving food. Except it's not that crazy because lots of people don't like Thanksgiving food, and I think they're wrong. You know what's really good? What? Day after Thanksgiving turkey sandwich. Yes, I, I agreed. That's I would good. eat that for Thanksgiving dinner. I think that would be ideal. It's so funny. Oh, with a thick slice of cheddar cheese. No. Right on top of my turkey. No. Oh, uh, sure. Maybe some butter on the bread. That's a crazy Like a European. It's a crazy sandwich. It's so good, Becca. Oh. Like, a, did you know Europeans Why? put butter on their on their sandwich? That sandwiches? makes sense. Yeah. That's fine. That makes sense. I like I like it. I would like to adopt it. Um, I, my friend's dad, I think he would put butter and mayonnaise on the sandwiches he would make her for like lunches yeah. and she was like Tad, what are you doing it's like trying to fatten you up <laughs> apparently um, okay i have more also every time my hair is out of the corner of my eye i'm like what's that <laughs> so dark does it look bad no does it look okay uh-huh does it look good yes does it look great yes what do you like in better blonde or brunette oh my gosh I like you equally. No, I need an answer. I don't have a, I think I, I like don't myself judge. better with blonde hair, but... I don't see you as a different person. Right now, you're just a brunette Tegan. False. Every time I see myself in a mirror, I think there's if a filter If I dyed on. my hair brunette, you would think of me as a different person, and you would pick your favorite of the two options? <laughs> there was a whole section on the common misconceptions on microwaves. Microwaves don't cause cancer. Uh, microwaves... I, okay, yeah, the other day I was making a cup of noodles for myself, and the water for my sink was not hot enough, so I stuck it in the microwave, and as it was in the microwave, I looked up, can cup noodles be microwaved? Because it was in, like, the styrofoam container, and the consensus is, probably don't do that. Yeah, because the styrofoam. It can melt, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I'm putting it in for 40 seconds, it'll be fine. Well, did you know when you put metal in a microwave, it won't break the microwave? 
I always thought it would break the microwave. I didn't think it would break the microwave. I don't know. I thought it might, like, start a fire. It might start a fire, but yeah. I've always been told, it'll break the microwave, Tegan, don't do it. <laughs> That's not true. It, I mean, it, it might cause a fire, which might break the microwave. <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe the house. But it's not a direct line. Between, no. Yeah. Okay, they're also, they don't cook from the, they don't cook food from the inside out. They actually, the microwaves can only penetrate approximately one centimeter into most foods. And then the inside gets warm from the outside getting so hot. Yeah. Which is why when you cut into something, you're like, this is ice. Yeah. And the outside is lava. Mm-hmm. It's a Hot Pockets joke. Wait, I'm what also, if that was our podcast? We just retell jokes from famous comedians. Isn't that what we already do? Oops. Uh, microwave ovens also don't heat food by operating. So I've heard microwave ovens work by making the water molecules excited. Which makes all the food warm. What? Have you heard that before? Maybe. It's that's not I true. I feel like the way that okay, the way that I'm imagining your childhood is literally just like faceless adults just like sitting you down every day and just telling you things that aren't true. I think <laughs> shouting I... at you and you're like, no, <laughs> fake news, false information, stop. I believe so. I believe so much of this. I actually didn't know about the fact that microwaves don't hit don't heat just water for until today yeah i mean i couldn't tell you how microwaves work but you but i don't i already i know that i don't know a lot of things yeah that's all like there are there are very few things where i can like concretely say i know how this thing operates so i generally don't have to deal with like fighting my own misconceptions so much of this of the things that i thought were true are things like i went to a friend's house and they were microwaving rice and he put some water on the plate. Mm-hmm. The dad put some water on the plate and said to me, oh, it's because uh, microwaves heat up water only. So if I put water on the plate, it'll make the rice softer because it'll absorb the water. What actually happens no, is it, it makes it steam. No, it turns into steam. Yeah, 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 which makes sense. But little, like, high school Tegan was like, sure, I trust you, whatever, and didn't, like, think about it because why would you? And, like, an offhand yeah, comment like, like if that. you heard it once, then, yeah. Yeah. That that's fair. <laughs> um, here's one that I also didn't know was false until today. The Hopi people do have a concept of time, and the Hopi language has ways of expressing temporal concepts. They're just organized differently from Western language, mm. which is the same thing in Vanuatu. They don't care about time in the same way we do. Yeah, it, and it's not they don't have a concept of time. It's their concept is different, and that's okay, and yeah. still valid. Yeah, well, like, those those instances are pointed to how, like, time is a social construct, which, like, it is. Like, the way we, I mean... Th- the way we treat time. Yeah. yeah. Or even the way we treat perceived like, lateness. Things still happen over the course of a certain period. Like, it's hard not to use time words, I guess. Yeah. But, like, time still passes, but the way that everybody conceives it is definitely societally influenced. Which like, is fine. Which is fine. Time is so... Uh, time is so... Uh. Amelia wanted us to mention the Middle Ages were not a time of ignorance and superstition and that the church was not like so crazy in control over personal experience and rational activity and that Dark Ages is just not... It's not indicative of what was actually happening. And mm-hmm. a lot of art that came out of this period is just as, like, enlightened and interesting as what came out of the quote-unquote well, yeah. enlightenment, which is also It's not like there was, like, a ma- like a huge cataclysm worldwide. With- there's a period, there's a section of England that had problems. Yeah, that's what I mean. It wasn't the world, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just England. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, oh, the Dark Ages, when everyone was dying of the plague. Nope. Well, it's like... I've been learning about the Puritans and, and, like, the witch trials, the Salem witch trials. Not a lot happened. Yeah, like, yeah, too many people died, and there was an unfortunate attitude of, you know, witch hunts and paranoia and turning against each other and stuff, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, it didn't last very long. It didn't happen in a very wide area, but it's still taught, like... Like, I know more about the Salem witch trials than I know about probably, like, all of Asian history. Because <laughs> that's what we were taught. Because it matters It matters because that's what we're taught instead of it matters in its own right, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also, like, we have other examples of mass hysteria. 
Yeah. Let's talk about the satanic panic. Yeah. If you really want to talk. Like, it's just weird that that's the example. I think it's because it's far enough removed. There's this term C.S. Lewis uses called chronological snobbery, which I love. Mm -hmm. And it's the idea that old things are either inherently better Mm -hmm. or inherently worse. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we look at things of the past or things people have said and go, well... Couldn't be us. Well, it couldn't be us or, oh, what an enlightened fellow. Albert Einstein said that. Mm-hmm. He, he must have known because he was smart a long time ago, mm-hmm. which is harder. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, which is stupid. Also, if you see a quote from, what was the list? It was like, if you s- <laughs> most quotes attributed to Albert Einstein, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and it had like a list of notable people. Yeah. And it was like, are misattributed, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's this one quote that's like, imagination is more important than knowledge that I see and it says Albert Einstein. Yeah. I see it on my way driving to the storage unit mm-hmm. uh, here in Provo. And one time I was like, I should just look it up and see if Albert Einstein actually said that. Because I don't see why he would. Yeah. And I looked it up. And, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> it's just someone was like. Well, we weren't keeping a recording of his entire life. We don't know. No. He and also, said that. Well, why would he have? It's, it's kind of a dumb thing to say. Like, they're both important. Knowledge without imagination is nothing, and imagination without knowledge is also nothing. Mm-hmm. I've heard this before. I've heard this one at, like, castles that I visited. Spiral staircases in castles were not designed in a clockwise direction to hinder right-handed attackers. Have you ever heard that? I have heard that. It's false. It's just they're more common, but they're they're often in buildings that are religious, not military yeah and there's just no reason to believe that was the reasoning it was just like this well, is yeah, cool it's and like it's convenient current reasonings are applied to past where it's like i i suppose that could have been the reasoning but there's no evidence to suggest that it is yeah people i think sometimes we we try to make too much sense of the past mm-hmm. when most often why is byu set up the way it is why is any college campus organized the way it is because that was the order the buildings were built Right. It's not, there's nothing more. Yeah. Current people are allowed to do things without rhyme or reason, but in history, everything has a reason. Everything has meaning. That's one reason why I love historical graffiti so much. Mm -hmm. Like, what was that one that you had in the meme episode where it said. Tenet? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Something, something, tenet, something, something. Yeah, where it's just. It's a palindrome. It's just people thought it looked cool. So they wrote it everywhere. Yeah. we're, We're the same. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. We have more information available to us now than ever. That's it. Yeah. And a lot of it is false, so are we better off? (laughs) Probably, but... Probably. It's fine. Um, Medieval Europeans did not believe the Earth was flat. Scholars have known the Earth is spherical since at least 500 BC. Mm. This myth was created in the 17th century by Protestants to argue against Catholic teachings. (laughs) Hysterical. I love it. Where, yeah, <laughs> Protestants were like, nothing, nothing the Catholics say can be correct. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We're going to come up with an alternative story for every single thing they've ever said. Yeah, because we hate them. Mm-hmm. We voted. Mm-hmm. We did. We had a big vote. Catholics bad. <laughs> uh, George Washington did not have wooden teeth. His dentures were made of gold, hippopotamus, ivory, lead, animal teeth, and probably human teeth. Apparently, most of, the, most of the misattribution and just, like, mythos around George Washington um, came as a result of, like, a singular biographer Amazing. who just made a bunch of crap up, and that became the seminal text. That's also, so, the reason why people, I've heard people say, Christopher Columbus thought he would sail off the edge of the world. And, yeah. Or he didn't know the earth was flat. Or <laughs> You didn't know. Flat you didn't have the third eye open like we do. He didn't know the earth was round. So therefore, like, he didn't understand that he couldn't go the way, which doesn't make sense to me. Because I've heard people say, Christopher Columbus discovered the earth was round. But that's also from a biographer that was just, like, making stuff up. Yeah. If... If America hadn't been there... And we don't there, know all of the knowledge that was available to these people. No. It's impossible to know. Like, Yeah. Well, because there's... I mean, there's records, but how much of our knowledge exists not in records? Like... Yeah. It's very... It's bold of any biographer to read 
it's bold to assign motivations that weren't explicitly stated in a recorded document. Yeah, I agree. And people do it all the time. Constantly. And, like, there are obviously secondary sources and stuff, but even then, like, just be wary. Yeah. And I think it is, it really sucks when biographers who were, like, their chosen profession, they basically don't take enough pride in it to, like, I don't know. Do it correctly. To do it correctly, to disseminate, like, the correct information, because that's... As a layperson, the best we can do is just, like, ask the experts. And so when the experts aren't being good faith about it, it can be difficult. Yeah, I agree. And so, yeah, a lot of these things, I don't really blame an individual for believing them, but I do blame the person who spread it. Fair. (laughs) Especially since a lot of these people, I'm I'm sure they knew that they were wrong. Um, Or it seemed close enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's irresponsible. That's all. I agree. Um... Bulls are not enraged by the color red. Mm, Cattle like are dichromats, so they can't see red. Yeah, isn't it just the motion of... They don't like the perceived threat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Frogs, okay, this is... You know the whole thing where it's like, well, if you put a frog in water... Yeah. And you turn it up slowly, the frog will die. Do yeah. you know how that was initially tested? They put a frog in water? No, they cut the nervous system out of the frog. What? Then put the frog in water because if you cut a nervous system out of a frog and you drop it in boiling water, the muscles contract. So they'll hop out. So they hop out. Quote, unquote. Because hop implies, like, uh, hop implies intention. Autonomy? Yeah. Yeah, autonomy. Frogs, so this is how it was phrased on Wikipedia. Frogs die immediately when cast into boiling water rather than leaping out. Furthermore, frogs will attempt to escape cold water that is slowly heated past their critical thermal maximum. What? Do we think frogs are like, like they just want to die? They're like, ah, yeah, it's getting warm. Oh, I'm so tired. Like, why? And I've heard it so much. I've heard everyone. I've heard scientists. I've heard religious people. This is the one that like, grinds my gears Becca I'm, it makes me cause I remember one time someone in church was going on and on about it everybody's spreading the information that frogs are idiots and I cannot abide well it's also just the idea of like the whole concept behind it is that humans can't as a person you can't see threat if it slowly like, creeps up on you right and then you're stuck Yeah. I don't think that's true I think people are pretty good at ascertaining their surroundings mm-hmm. or their state in life and knowing, oh, it's getting worse. Uh, tomato juice is ineffective at neutralizing the odor of a skunk. What? It only appears to work due to olfactory fatigue. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is really funny. Uh, if your dog gets sprayed by a skunk, the Humane Society recommends using a mixture of hydrogen peroxide, about a 3% solution, baking soda, and dishwashing liquid. As opposed to just tomato tomatoes. Juice. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, this one also gets me. Okay, what is the beginning of the bee movie? Uh, bees shouldn't, like, we don't know how bees fly. According sh- to, I'm not reading. <laughs> According to all known laws of aviation, the bee should be unable to fly. Right, that, exactly. That's false, obviously. Physics can account for how bees fly. The initial calculation... I'm not looking at my notes again because this is something I care about. The initial calculation that was done to determine, like, how bees flew... Yeah. ...assumed that they had four wings that worked independently. Bees have four wings, but they... What makes a bee a bee, part of what makes a bee a bee, is they have these special hooks that actually hook their wings together. So both of their their four wings act as two big wings. Mm. So then they can get more lift. Cool. Yeah. Um, Stupid bee movie. It makes me... Jerry Seinfeld ruined bees for all of us. I'm... Okay, The we haven't watched... That's what we should watch. We should, should watch the bee movie, and I should just, like, go off. <laughs> go off the rails. Yeah. Uh, my siblings had it in their heads that the bee movie is my favorite movie, because I watched it once, and I was like, oh, that was pretty funny. And then I wanted to watch it again, and they were like, ew, Becca loves the bee movie. So now we should do a podcast on it? I have, I have the DVD. Amazing. Do you have... Blu-ray. I don't have I don't have a steel book of the blue of the B movie, nor do I want a steel book of the B movie. I hope you realize my joke my gag now is that every year I'm buying you a steel book of a bad movie. Oh my gosh. 
I mean, I bought the steelbook for the Twilight movies with my own volition, so... But that's because they're masterpieces. The first one, I think, is an example of a director really saying, this is what I want, and mm-hmm. ignoring all other input. Uh, earwigs are not known to purposely climb into people's ears. I mean, sometimes. <gasps> so scientists think the reason why they're called earwigs is because if you unfold their wings, earwigs have wings. I'm sorry to tell you this. Uh-uh. They okay. kind of look like the skin of a human ear. <laughs> like, they have, like, that thin, like, translucent quality. Wait, scientists are trying to figure out why they're called... Okay. Also, the scientific name for earwig is dermaptra, which literally means skin wing. Ew. So I'd assume it also... I would assume also that it's earwig, meaning the... The okay. wig is weird. Why don't we talk about wig? <laughs> so, are there, are there like, is it mostly scientists who are figuring out where the roots of a common name came from? Or are there, like, bug historians who are trying to track this down? Uh, I think they're one and the same. <laughs> I think people who like bugs tend to also do stuff like that in their free time. Mm-hmm. There's also research into, like early European natural history and, like, the processes of, like, us beginning to understand concepts like evolution. Because mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how humans as a collective came to understand a, a kind of complicated process, mm-hmm. right? Humans have more than five senses. Six. No. Seven. The range is from five to 20. Whoa. Okay, so the commonly categorized ones, sight, smell, taste, touch, hearing, right? Then we got balance, acceleration, pain, body and limb position and relative temperature. Those are the most popular. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, that whole idea of, like, you close your eyes, you can kind of tell if you're moving uh-huh. is weird that we can do. Yeah, that is a sense that we don't think about. No. Can but it's like, why? it's almost like there's the big five senses, where it's yeah. like, those are just the most obvious ones. And maybe the most, I mean, all of them are important to function, but, yeah, I mean, I, feel, I would argue that, a, like, a sense of balance is more important to, like, function than a sense of sight is, so. As someone who had to go to physical therapy because their sense of balance was all wacky, <laughs> I think, like, I used to, when I was laying in bed, I'd close my eyes and I would feel like I was falling, like, all the time. And I'd mm. get kind of nauseous from it. Yeah. That's not normal. If that's happening to you, maybe tell a doctor. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting so anxious about it, you get an anxiety diagnosis and then are treated for your inner ear issues. Yeah, wow. Um, your hair and fingernails do not continue to grow after death. Doesn't your skin, like, recede? Yeah, it's so much worse. So much worse. <laughs> also, pregnancies from sex between first cousins do carry a small risk of birth defects. The risk is often exaggerated. The risk is 5 to 6%, similar to that of a 40-year-old woman giving birth. 5 to 6% chance that you'll get a birth defect. Mm-hmm. Compared with a baseline of 3 to 4. Oh. Are there... So, so why... Okay. It becomes more noticeable if isolated and maintained for several generations. Oh, okay. That's the problem. It's If it happens a couple times, whatever. If it happens, like... A lot. A lot within, like, a town. Yeah. Within the Appalachians, it gets a little... Yeah. Weird. Still gross. Don't do it. Okay, this is our our final, because it's correcting us. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Okay. Phineas Gage's brain injuries did not cause him to become a psychopath, as many sources claim. He was temporarily disabled by the accident, but he did not gamble himself into emotional and reputational bankruptcy. He moved to Chile and found success in the physically and mentally demanding job of a stagecoach driver. Who's Phineas Gage? We talk, we've talked about it a couple times where basically the thesis is the only way we know anything about the brain is by cutting people's brains in half for traumatic injury. Yes. He's like the traumatic injury. So we thought the idea was that he turned into basically like an animalistic human. Yeah. By having part of his brain disor- destroyed. Yeah. But what actually happened was he moved and the guy who was working with him wrote a book saying basically just a bunch of like falsehoods about like oh he gambled himself into poverty because he had no control but he actually just became a stagecoach driver in chile so like what did we learn that was true about his traumatic brain injury did we learn anything he had a period of like seizures and stuff but it wasn't as intense his he did have some like bouts of like anger he had issues with like um, emotional regulation. Yeah. But you know who else has issues with emotional regulation? 
Mm. Me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so traumatic brain in- injuries are still the way we get a lot of information about yeah. no. brain activity. Well, we were wrong about. But he was like wrongfully the poster child yeah. for it. Like yeah. his isn't necessarily like the end all be all. We want a million Phineas gauges because then we'll prove where the psychopathy is stored. Yeah, exactly. Um, psychopathy is stored in the balls. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It is. There's so many colonists because I'm just... Yeah. That I harbor. A lot of And I'm ones. better than everyone else. So that's how you know it's a real issue. Yeah. Yeah. Common misconception that my brain has is that everybody hates me. Well, <laughs> I guess it's not a common... It's just a misconception. <laughs> I was going to say a common it's mis- not a misconception. Just kidding. But don't... But don't... That's all. I'll pay for your first therapy. Just kidding. <laughs> What's a good closer? I have to go to a meeting. Yeah, you do. I don't know what a good closer. Sorry, misconceptions are kind of a drag, I guess, inherently. Well, so so many of them are so, like, charged. Yes. Because it's a common misconception. Yeah, so it costs so to have something. So there are people who are going to, like, fight about it. Well, and it has to have something sticky. Like, the best memes are ones that have something a little... Or, like, uh, cult classic movies. Yeah. They have to be a little like off. subversive. Has to be mark. a little has to be a little controversial. A little juicy, a little controversial. Yeah. yeah, that's something that always makes me anxious. Like you started listing off these common misconceptions and I was like, "Oh no, I don't want to get politics involved in our podcast because I don't want to anger anybody ever." Yeah. And it's like the reality of the situation is it's impossible not to anger somebody and we're just telling the truth. So yeah. You know, deal with it, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. I have to learn to, like, be okay with people being wrong about things. Yeah. And getting, you know, huffy about it, I guess. We love it. Growth. Growth. Character development. Uh, this box is getting very hot. Yeah. Are I'm, you feeling, like, the heat? It is It is a little like a sauna right now. I do feel like I'm going to walk out of here and be screaming. We should just issue... Can we issue, like, a call to action, maybe? Ooh, let's do that. You want me to do it? Y- yeah. You gave me a little up-down with your eyeballs. <laughs> this no. time, we are facing each other. If the energy in this episode was different, it's because I can look Becca in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Her beautiful blue orbs. Yesterday, I was wearing just a regular, just, like, a blue sweater, and this girl, like... She, like, stepped over me, and she was like, oh. And I was like, huh? And she was like, that color looks gorgeous on you. And I was like, uh, thank you. And then she left. So you should change your whole wardrobe to, to be that, that color. color. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does make my eyes pop. Your eyes deserve to pop. I'm here as your co-host to tell you that your eyes deserve to pop. Deserve to pop. That's what we should tell our listeners. Your eyes, dear listener, they deserve to pop. See, now it's a little scary sound. And also, if you ever hear anything, like, that seems a little bit, like, off or a little bit incorrect... Just Google it. Google it. Figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Well, well or listen to experts. If someone says, hey, Tegan, start collecting every soda tab. Yeah. You've seen my soda tabs on my fridge. Is that what they were for? Yes. For what? dialysis. <laughs> for the generic, the platonic ideal of a dialysis? No, it's, someone told me that they would, they're collecting them because someone else is collecting them for dialysis patients. This is like an MLM, but I, like, we know there's got to be somebody behind this. Somebody's profiting. Well, I mean, birds are real. It has yeah. a similar, although then it's no, just the No, somebody's profiting. profiting off of Birds Aren't Real. It's the company Birds Aren't Real. It's so weird. I, I don't know. And we're all buying into it because it's funny. I, do I and throw I away that. my soda tabs? I mean, just recycle them. But they're going to gum up the machines, Becca. Put them, I, I bet that you could fit all of them in like. One can? Yes. Heavy can. <gasps> Heavy can. Mega can. Mega can. Mega can come to kill me. In my sleep. What does Mega Can look like? Why have you created? Are you imagining big Dr. Pepper? I'm imagining small Dr. Pepper, but very heavy, like like a black hole, (laughs) with arms and legs, human arms and legs. Yeah, there's the chart where it's like how heavy is a black hole, and it's just like you know the graph that's like with a huge dip, and then a Dr. Pepper at the very end, and it's like further down. Mega, mega Dr. Mega Dr. Pepper. This is nothing. This is so nonsense. (laughs) Um. Oh, you should follow us on Instagram Mm because sometimes I post questions before I record because I need input. 
Mm-hmm. And if you follow us, and if you actually, if you post a review on iTunes next episode. I will Venmo you $3. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not allowed, probably. You're probably not supposed to pay for reviews. I don't see why not if it's just a friend. It's, that's true. That is true. If you're all my friends, we established that at the beginning. $3? Yeah. Three? Three times 50 is only like $150. I could make that in a week. Okay, if you review our podcast, Becca will Venmo you $3. <laughs> This feels so dirty. I love it. I'm such a bad person um, if they're for funny, even entertaining this thought. If they're funny, uh, we'll also read them. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah that's Heck a good yeah. idea. Reading reviews. That's something we should do. No one's ever done that before. No. We are the first ones to think of it. Ever. We're the first ones to have a podcast. This is the first podcast. Have you ever heard? You ever thought about? Well, have you ever? What are we doing? You've ever thought about how I we told- have the first podcast like on the... You know, we're on the tail end of the dark ages. We're trying real hard to get over it. And, you know, podcasts were the answer. Podcasts? If you ever see a cathedral that was built built post-dark ages, it's because of our podcast. I saw a t-shirt that says podcast question mark. And then underneath it, it says be more specific, period. (laughs) What do you mean? Podcast? Podcast. Dark ages? No. Podcast? Be more specific. MasterCard? Be more specific. <laughs> it's nonsense. Oh, my grandma knows about this now, by the way. I told her it was like a radio show, and she said, tell me when you go live. And I was like, uh, I'll have friendly help you. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, Grandma, I love you very much, and you are a wonderful lady. Bye. Bye.